I'm so late, I know. I'm sorry. Good morning and good evening everyone. Happy Thursday. I'm so excited that you decided to join me on this week's episode of Personable. Today's episode is all about love. What does it look like to live a life filled with love? What does it look like to be loved by God and to love others the exact same way? Ooh, that's a tough one. So before we get started, I just want to remind you to subscribe to the blog at thepersonallife.com, refer a friend to this podcast, and as always, make sure you're subscribed on iTunes or Google Podcasts to my podcast so you never miss an update. And without further ado, here we go. Love. We've felt it, we've experienced it, we've seen it, and it comes to play in so many different ways, shapes, and forms. But it's still one of the hardest things we have to do. Brené Brown talks about the core reasons we were created and put on this earth were for connections and relationships with God and one another. The enemy of connection is shame, but the cure for shame is vulnerability, the ability to be fully known. And that's what it's all about. Life is simply all about love. It's relationships that matter. It's people that matter. And at the end of the day, our degrees, our money, our houses, our cars, that's not going to matter. What's going to matter are people and the relationships with the people that you love and the people that you've impacted throughout your life. My dad told me that people will forget what you do for them and what you do to them but they will never forget how you made them feel. And it stayed with me because that's the whole point of life, is to live a life filled with love. And I live by this quote, or at least I really do try to, from Mother Teresa that says, spread love wherever you go. Don't let anyone come to you without leaving happier. And that quote sounds so nice and wonderful and like, oh yeah, I can totally do that. But it's hard. If you truly think about what it says, spread love wherever you go. Never let anyone come to you without leaving happier. And I think about how easy it is to spread love by smiling to a random person on the street, spread love by thanking the person who's helping you and serving you. Sure, easy. But what about spreading love to the people who get on your nerves, the people who really frustrate you, the people who just push every single button that you have. But it's also, what about spreading love when you don't feel like spreading love? What about spreading love to people who have hurt you so many times? Or what about spreading love when you don't really feel love yourself? You feel jealousy, you feel anger, you feel resentment in your heart. So how am I going to spread that love to other people when I don't really even feel the love on the inside? And this is a classic example of projection. And projection is this defense mechanism that we subconsciously use to cope with difficult feelings or emotions on the inside. And it involves us projecting these emotions onto someone else rather than just admitting and dealing with these unwanted feelings and being vulnerable with ourselves and with others. And that's what I'm dealing with now, this classic example of projection. And that's the reason why this episode was filmed and posted so late is because I'm still dealing with 
this projection and these negative emotions inside of my heart that has truly prohibited me from being vulnerable enough with you guys to post personable episode this week. And I realized that it was because I allowed my relationship with God to take a backseat in all the things that are happening in my life. And everything else became more important than the quiet time I spend with God and the way that I just get recentered and regenerated and recharged. And I realized the importance of my relationship with God before anything else. That if I get right with God, everything else will fall into place. And I'm learning that. I'm learning the importance of being rooted in his word and being rooted in his promises because that will help me get by in life. That will help me conquer these negative feelings of projection and help me deal with everything on the inside. So all I can have to do is reflect and project his love. And instead of letting his love project from the inside of me this week, I let everything else that happened in my life, I kind of harbored it in my heart. And I harbored all of these emotions in my heart and I kept them there. And maybe I wasn't projecting these negative emotions to people, but I was dimming my light. I was holding everything on the inside. So instead of living, I was just kind of existing. I was breathing. I was getting by. But living a life without love is not living at all. So this week, I felt like I truly didn't even live because I didn't love up to my potential. I didn't love unselfishly. And I truly feel like I didn't really love myself because I didn't take that time to be with God, to recharge, to rejuvenate. And that's why it's so important to kind of be on the same page with God. And especially as I'm doing this podcast, I'm realizing the amount of leadership and the amount of development that goes into creating this podcast. Because I want to make sure that I'm giving you guys good content. I want to make sure that I am giving you guys something that will really edify your soul. And if I'm not edified myself, I don't want to just feed you BS. So again, I do apologize for it being late. I'm so sorry. Life. But you know, it's not an excuse. I will do better. Okay, anyway, I digress. And I feel this feeling and this link that something's missing in my heart when this happens. And I know that it's wrong, but it's so hard to overcome on my own. And that's why I kind of have to say this prayer of God, let me decrease so that you might increase in my life. Let me stop these negative emotions that are causing me to project anything else but love onto other people. Let me not get in the way of blessing other people and letting my light shine so brightly to let them know that it's not me, but it's you inside of me. And I have to remember that I was created for love. I was created for loving God and I was created for loving other people. And I can't let my negative emotions get in the way of me doing that. And that's me being selfish and choosing myself over loving other people. And I always say that love and relationships are my top priority. Love and relationships is all that I'm about. But in my actions, does that really show? Like, am I just saying it just to say it because I like people, but do I like all people? So this concept of love is a hard one. It's one that expands far deeper. It should not be circumstantial. It should not be subjective. It should be this blanket that we apply to everyone, regardless of if we know them, regardless if they've done something to us. It should be that no matter what someone says, you still love them. It should be about 
no matter how someone makes you feel, you should still love them and have your negative emotions be squashed to give them love. And I have this hard time of distinguishing when I'm loving someone when they don't deserve it. And then I think about how Christ loves me. I think about all the times that I don't thank him for the things that he gives me. I think about all the times where I haven't even spoken to him at all in months, in weeks, and yet he still chooses to wake me up every single morning. I think about how I truly do not deserve his forgiveness. I don't deserve his grace. I don't deserve his mercy, but yet I still get it every single day. (laughs) And it makes me think of how God knows all of my flaws, all of my imperfections, every dark corner of my being and my soul. He knows that, but he still loves me. He knows that I will mess up. He knows that I won't be obedient to what he's calling me to do. And yet he forgives me. Yet he welcomes me back with open arms. And I think like, God, you don't really need to do this for me. Like I messed up. I, I disobeyed you and I deliberately went against your will, but yet you're opening your arms and urging me to come back into your grace and into your mercy and into your loving arms and letting me lay tenderly there and give my burdens and give my cares to you. And you just take them away like that? Like that doesn't make sense. How wonderful. (laughs) And I think about the people who've hurt me and I think about the people who bother me and how come I just can't love them like Christ loves me? And it's a total work in progress. I am trying, I am learning, and I need to consciously reverse everything that my emotions are telling me to do. My emotions are telling me to give the cold shoulders. My emotions are telling me just to be silent and not say anything. But I need to consciously choose to love. Just like constantly choosing to be authentic and showing up and being seen I need to consciously choose love even when I don't feel like it. And it's when we love that we are more like Christ. And if loving other people makes me more like Christ, sign me up. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be this walk in the park. But it's this journey that I encourage all of us to embark on. Because life without love is really just worthless. And I think one of the best expressions of love is time. Love is this four-letter word that is spelled T-I-M-E. And the essence of love is not what we think or do or provide for others, but it's how much we give of ourselves. And one of the love languages by Gary Chapman, one of the five of them, is quality time. And I really appreciate quality time because someone is giving me their focused attention. Someone is seeing me and allowing me to be seen and hearing my story, listening to me, spending time with me, and spending something that they will never, ever be able to get back. You can spend all the money on something, but you can always make more money, but you can never get back your time. And I think that is so important of sacrificing us. And I think sacrifice is this essence of love. You can give without loving, but you cannot love without giving. The Bible says that for God so loved the world that he gave. Love means giving up, yielding my wants, my needs, my goals, my dreams, my plans, my money, my energy, my time for the benefit of someone else. 
and I've always been told that the best time to love is now. Sometimes we put things off, we hold what we have to say inside of us because we can say it tomorrow, or, you know, I'll just go to bed, I don't have to say I love you, or I'll go to sleep and we'll figure it out later. But why wait? Love is what matters most. It should take top priority. We don't know how long we will have that opportunity to love. Things change, people die, children grow up, and we have no guarantee of tomorrow. And so I leave you with this. The best use of life is love. The best expression of love is time, and the best time to love is now. I'm working on it, so will you work on it with me?